I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I'm joined by none other than the gorgeous Megan Barton Hansen. Megan, that's a very, I've just realised your name's quite long. Yeah, it's like double <laughs> barreled. Yeah. Was your parents getting bougie? They added two names together to try and be posh just because I'm from Southend. I'm like, no, someone done it way back when. <laughs> I've always been a Barton Hansen. No, you yeah, do, so I'm very posh. Okay. <laughs> you could... You could tell me you were like the heiress to some like wicked biscuit fortune or something, and I would believe you with a name like that. You do. You sound like you should have been on Made in Chelsea. (laughs) I was on the wrong show. Yeah. Well, you've done a couple, to be fair, over the years, girl. So since you burst on her screens with Love Island, you have also done X on the Beach. Is that right? Yeah, X on the Beach. How did you find that, mate? Because I did it twice. The first time, I was like the first of our series and the let me into the secret. And I was like, oh, wicked, that's fine. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, I was in MTV's Bad Books at the time, so I think I would have done anything to get in back in their good graces. And um, they were like, I'm a promise, like, you can choose your ex. Like, we wouldn't send one of your nasty ones out because, you know, you're doing us a favour. And I was like, oh, brilliant. And I foolishly believed them. (laughs) I lied. No. <laughs> I still talk to the like head one of the like big bosses at MTV to this day. And he's like, he, he goes, about this one person, I goes, please, you know, just like don't send X, Y, and Z out. And he goes, I would never do that to you, <laughs> Cheeky buggers. That's Fast forward like three weeks and I'm standing there crying on the beach. Oh, honestly, mate. You, you live and learn, don't you? I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I've learned now with producers, just take everything with a pinch of salt. Expect the unexpected, expect the worst. It can only be a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I think that's probably the the best way to look at it, you know. And yeah, I don't know, maybe I thought I had more clout than I, I did. Like, oh, yes, I, I will definitely won't try and upset me. But I suppose it made great telly. Fuck my silly little mental health. <laughs> <laughs> um, please tell me about your experience. Yeah, I had a really easy run, to be fair, because I think a lot of my exes were doing their own thing. They didn't want to come on and be like my ex or whatever. So Mm. in that sense, I was very lucky. It literally was a girl that I didn't expect. I think we kissed once in Manchester. Yeah, some of them are quite tenuous, aren't they? But then I was like, is she actually, because she was bisexual also. I was like, is she here for me or one of the other guys? So I didn't know whether to step forward and claim her as mine. I was like, did we kiss? It was like a really blurry night. I was like, have we even kissed? Have we just exchanged numbers? So I had an easy ride in there. Um, It was good, to be fair. Right. So where did you go for yours? 
I think was it like Tenerife or some one of them islands like near Tenerife? <laughs> I don't know where. So all together, just pretty chill. I forget that about you, Megan, and I'm really sorry. That's actually I should have done more research. But you are bisexual, so you date both boys and girls. Yeah, I would say really like the last year or so, predominantly men. All right. Um, I don't rule anything out. I'm just very open, and for me, it's more about like the connection I have with a person. If they we've got similar interests, they make me feel good. Rather than like, oh, I must get with a girl, I must get with a boy. But I did go through phases when I started dating women and had my first woman relationship. I was like, that's it for men. They're done. Like, never. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I was like, do I even like men? And I remember I went and met up with one of my exes just because I knew we had a good sex life. And I was like, okay, I do still like sex with guys, but just not this one. <laughs> yeah. But then that so tell us a little bit about it because obviously I've spoken to some of my friends before. Got this one mate and she's bisexual. And we got drunk one night and she was like, I was ra- I was raging about me fella. It was actually Urkan. I really love him, but we're just having a bit of a fallout. And I was fucking ranting on her and she was like, she spent it, just looked at us and she went, sure you're not lesbian. <laughs> I was like, I fucking promise I'm not a lesbian. I'm just really annoyed at me fella. But I like I had to think about it for a hot second because honestly, lass, and like, please forgive us if I'm wrong or if anything I say it, it is, you know, out of tone at all. Well, I feel like life would be a lot easier if I was into girls because I think women are just class. Honestly, Megan, like we're like proactive and also sensitive, but we can be strong and we can talk about our feelings. And, you know, like, I don't know. I just think, God, if I wasn't scared of fannies, I would absolutely be a lesbian. I would. Well, that was my logic, really. Yeah. I was quite narrow-minded and I did think women are more emotional. We're going to get on better on an emotional level because yeah. that's what I struggled with, guys. Like, I love being silly, having a laugh, but it was very surface level with guys. Like, there was not really, like, deep... You wanted know, something deep. more. Yeah, and I'm quite a geek. Like, I want to go and, like, see art galleries and do this. And I thought, oh, with a woman, that would be so much more interesting. Um, but I guess it's just any relationship, it's two people who've got completely different lives going on, schedules going on to then make that work. And like, it is hard to live with someone I've found anyway. It's probably why I'm still single, but I think it doesn't matter about the sex. You're going to have that with women or men. So I think explore and be open, but definitely like <laughs> if it's not working out with men, women aren't the answer. We're equally as complicated, if not sometimes more because our emotions are so heightened on everything. Men are quite simple, I think. You have an mm. argument, they'll forget it in a couple of hours. But with girls, wow, we can really hold a grudge. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it like that. That's actually so insightful. Like, honestly, I'll the other night, right? So I get really bad anxiety. I don't know if you've noticed my legs like that underneath the table. I'm sure you have noticed I'm nervous. but And I, I work really hard to try and not seem nervous. You know, I've done it my whole life, but I am. And like my anxiety is exacerbated by certain things. And like, as you get older, you work out what they are and you just try and avoid them for your own sanity, you know? Yeah. So watching new TV shows for me is very, it's, it's just very hard because I don't know what's going to happen. And like, if I'm invested in a particular character, honestly, I'm just making myself sound crap. But then I, I can't really sit down and enjoy it. You know, I'm like a coiled spring. So me and Urko watching Griselda the other night. Have you seen it on Netflix? Love it, yeah. Yeah, and we loved the first four episodes, but then I was like, things are going a bit too well here. I can absolutely tell. She's fucking too full of herself. She's, she's going to be like, Icarus, flying too close to the sun. Something's going to fucking go wrong. And I could tell. So I went ahead and like Googled the real life Griselda Blanco just so I could totally be aware of like what was coming. And um, 
Irk was then the next night. He was like, so should we pick up where we left off with Griselda? And I was like, no, I don't want to. And he was like, why don't you want to? Yeah, I, he was like, why don't you want to? I was like, because I know what happens and I know I don't want to watch it. Like, I, I, I know I don't want to watch it. And he was like, Vic, we started this together. Like, you never watch anything with us. I was like, I'm trying to explain that if you make us watch it, I'll be really upset and my anxiety will be. And I'm trying to explain it. And like, he's just got no clue. And in that moment, I was thinking to myself, Fucking honestly, a bird would understand. Like yeah. a woman would get a woman would get this. So I ended up exploding, being like, you don't understand my anxiety. You've took no time to try and understand it. Like, it's all right for you just sitting there, like la 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 in your head. Like, you know, and you just go, oh. And then I just stormed off and took the dogs to bed and put Big Bang Theory on that I've watched a million fucking times, right? Anyway, he come up to bed later that night and he was like, night, babe, and gave us a kiss. And then in that moment, I thought, no, this is why I'm glad I'm going out with a boy. He just forgot. He just let all my craziness go. And if I'd been going out with a girl, especially a girl like me, she just would have fucking made me life a living hell for the rest of the week. Yeah, that would have gone on for a good few days. (laughs) Yeah, so you're so right. There is good and bad in both male and female. And like, I was crackers to think otherwise, really. So... Going forward, do, would you describe yourself as pansexual then? Is that the right term for it? Yeah, I guess so. I feel like a lot of people, and I've had like trolling comments and people be quite judgmental on the. I don't know why the term bisexual, people deem that as like greedy. Like, oh, you can't pick a lane. You don't know. You're confused. Is it because you've been hurt by men or you're just greedy? I think pansexual, it's deeper than just like the sex element for me. It's just more. Of it's about a connection and like energies and everything. Yeah. Even if someone like identified as like trans or whatever, I'm not ruling anyone out. Do you know what I mean? If we've got that vibe and I find them like a beautiful person, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Fuck, she's fucking 29, guys. She's like, she's not rolling anything off the table. She is not having them cats. I can't afford, I can't afford to be fussy at this point. No, honestly, babe, I'm absolutely convinced you're such a beautiful person. Like, whatever it is, whether it's a man, a woman, you know, whoever, I think your person is absolutely out there and it'll happen when it happens. I was 31 when I met Irk. Yeah, I think so. I think the last two years I was really focused on it. Like for me, all during the year, I'm so independent. I've got like a good circle of friends, but it's like Christmas or birthday and times like that. I really don't like being single. The last two years I was like, not again. I'm going to get myself a festive boyfriend. I was going on so many dates just before Christmas. Never happens. And now I think, you know what? It's just not meant to be. It will happen when it's going to happen. And I'm so lucky I can like, travel where I want and go on holidays with my friends and take them away. So don't need a man. Or That's yeah, it's just fine for now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. Yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
when you are on the hunt, when you are looking, sorry, I don't know why I made you sound like a lioness there. Like when you are, you know, in the market for a new partner, where do you go about finding them? Because I feel like things have really changed. So all of my partners are found up until Irkan, like, you know, I found in bars or in nightclubs or, you know, in a restaurant, like we got introduced or, you know, or on holiday, like all very quite wholesome things. How in your head you thought you were going to meet someone. But then, of course, I met Erkan, my future husband, on Instagram, which is online as far as I'm concerned. And now all of my mates, like, you know, like the ones who are meeting people in recent years, it's all moved online. So are you finding people more through that way now? Like, and how do you feel about that? Are you excited about that? Like, you know, more options at your fingertips? Or do you long for those days where things felt a bit more organic and natural? No, I would love to meet someone out, honestly, because I just think it would be so cute and romantic yeah. and old school. But at the same time, I don't know what it is. Whether I'm, I've been told I've got, like, resting bitch face. That could be one thing. You and me both, mate. Honestly, I'm like this. <laughs> I don't mean it. I mean, it's even too much Botox. But who walks around just pure, like, cheesing at everyone? No, because then you actually do look insane. So you can't do that either, I think. I never really get approached, ever. A lot of the time when I'm out, I don't go out in London a lot. When I do, it's always in Soho in the gay bars. So I get that I'm, like, cutting my chances of meeting a straight guy down by a hell of a lot. But um, no one really approaches me. So I was on Raya at first, and then I have a column with Vice magazine, and it was all about online dating. And I made this really self-deprecating joke. I was like, oh, Channing Tatum's on there. I keep swiping him, but he's not swiping me back. Next day, I went to sign in. Thanks for your support in our community. We no longer need you. So being blocked off Raya, I was like, oh, great. Just no. <laughs> and that's because you mentioned someone who was on there in a public space. Yeah, but it was public knowledge. He was already on there. So it's not like I'm, I don't know. Out in them, yeah. <laughs> and also. Knowledge. Well, like but- everybody was on there for a while. Like I remember before I met my ex before Irkan I was in like Tokyo filming a show and Joel Domit was there and I remember telling him I was just like miserable and single and stuff and he was like you need to get yourself on Rhea and I was like oh what's Rhea and he told us and I was like oh okay and he was like yeah you just sign in see how many followers you got and blah blah blah. and we must be going back 15 no that's ridiculous 10 years yeah 10 years um and he was, uh, so I went and decided, and the wait listed us they were like thank you know very similar like thank you for your interest we'll let you know <laughs> They're savage. They're up themselves, actually. You know what? Fuck them, Megan. Fuck them. (laughs) Even though I've begged and pleaded, I've like (laughs) their Instagram account. Like, um, I think it's been a mistake. I didn't mean it. It was just for work. (laughs) I don't even write my column as a ghostwriter. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, imagine. But um, I should have, yeah, just blamed the ghostwriter. But I'm just on hinge now because I think (laughs) I'm just on. (laughs) Didn't stop me online dating completely. But online, it does cut down all of that stuff. Like you could see someone could look in out at a bar, but it's like, have they got a girlfriend? Are they new? Do they want kids in the future? What's their goals? Whereas I guess online dating, it just sifts through the shit and you can just out of us like two or three dates and get to the nitty-gritty because I want someone who wants to travel and wants something serious I'm not out here just trying to meet a fuck boy <laughs> nah no and you know it is a really like streamlined way of of doing it you know it does like eliminate a lot of the like you say the messing around and stuff no I can see the benefits to both I've got pals man like obviously we're fucking top end of our 30s now me and the lasses like somewhere in my 40s my mates and like they're sitting it we'll go for dinner and they'll all be like oh 
up north as well, like when we go on like Tinder or Hinge or whatever, it's all like me mate's ex, me cousin, me cousin's ex. Like, you know, everybody knows each other sort of thing, like shagged him already, you know, like whenever you're swiping or whatever. So they were like, oh, I've come off all the apps and that. I'm just hoping to meet someone organically. And I'm like, babe, you don't go out. So like, unless someone fucking breaks into your house and you have a love match, I honestly do not know how you're planning on meeting the man of your dreams. I do think it gets harder, mate, for lasses as we get a bit older without the like online like dating option and do you find that your girlfriends they say like guys actually approach them because no guys approach me they'll just stare at me for ages think what's that going to achieve if it come and say hi or stop staring it's frustrating like (laughs) i I am going to say something in the lads lads defense yeah megan you are very you're a gorgeous girl despite like how i know you 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 appear very confident and well together like i would be absolutely terrified to approach you if i was a man I would be. I'm like such a nice person. Even if I was like had a boyfriend or girlfriend, I'd be like polite still. I'm fucking nice. <laughs> like approach me. <laughs> oh, babe. Well, listen, good luck on the hunt. I'm sure it won't be long. You are stunning and really fun. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit um, about something that, you know, we mentioned earlier on in the podcast and you're super, super vocal about. It's, of course, your... Um, you're like you're for into the world of OnlyFans. This is a really divisive one for a lot of people. And like, you know, I'm completely just of the opinion, like, you aren't like nobody's hurting anybody. I don't know why everybody's so fired up. Like, as long as everybody's consenting adults, I don't know why anyone has any like feels any type of way about it. But that opinion that I've got is pretty much is it a minority? Do you, do you? I would say, yeah, like nah. the general public, I feel like they just think maybe for young girls watching me have OnlyFans and promote OnlyFans, then I'm a bad role model or it's not okay. But like the thing is, I'm not saying quit your GCSEs, go and get a job in a strip club and then get on OnlyFans. Every time I've spoken about it, I do think if you've worked in the sex industry, it's a great way for the model and the performer to take the power back in their own hands. There's no middleman. You're getting all your money. You're setting your boundaries. There's no sense of pressure. You're not turning up on a film set, then being pressured by older men who are going to get a cut of your pictures, for example, and say, oh, if you're comfortable just doing bikini pictures, oh, if you do topless, you can earn double your money. All of that aspect's been taken away, which I think is amazing and great that OnlyFans has done for people. But I get why people are like, oh, you shouldn't promote this to young girls. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying even in my career that isn't really like a normal career, it's held me back. There's certain TV channels that won't want to work with me now. People have judgment. It's made dating harder. There's been friends of mine that are very judgmental. So it's not like an easy, quick fix to just getting rich quickly. You've really got to think about it and think you yeah. doing it for you. But for me, I love it. It makes me feel empowered. I get to make a taxable income, employ people, stylists, um, photographers, videographers, all to shoot content with, which a lot of people are putting on their social media, Instagram for free. I'm just charging for it. So I don't see what the big fuss is. Of course, there is channels and girls and performers that do more X-rated stuff, but that's up to them. And if they're not going to do it on OnlyFans, they'll do it on another, I don't know, porn platform or something. So... I don't see why it's so frowned upon if I'm being honest, but maybe I'm just a bit desensitized to the whole industry. Yeah. But then I do feel like um, 
people are becoming more and more accepting of it you know like you mentioned before but Olivia Atwood's been doing some like amazing documentaries on it and stuff you know and I think the more people who talk about it and shine a light on it and stuff and like I, I do think the more desensitized everybody will will become you know and don't get me wrong mate it's never going to be for everybody and there's always going to be some people who are fuming about it but honestly when I first started doing Geordie Shore everybody was fucking fuming about it that was the controversial thing 20 years ago you know 15 years ago like it was wild the thought that we were going out and drinking and glamorizing in their opinion binge drinking and, and having like casual sex it's called so like 15 years ago that had people clutching at their pearls it's only fans now like you sort of think what will be the thing they're clutching their pills over in 15 years? Like it swings and roundabouts, mate. Yeah, so it goes to show that we are getting, we're moving in the right direction, I feel, because who hasn't done that for years and years? Back in the 70s and 80s, people are going out, partying on the weekend and having casual sex just because it's on TV. What's the issue? And I guess that's the same as what I'm saying now, just because it's on a platform where the woman can take control of her money. For years, women have been sexualized in music videos or yeah. whatever. So... Just because we're taking the power back, I don't see why it's frowned upon. It was one of the lasses off Hollyoaks, and I remember reading, right, she started an OnlyFans and um, the Sacta because of it. That and, really infuriated me. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And her answer was, you have had me in calendars wearing next to nothing for the best part of like 15, 20 years or something. Like, it's absolutely still a wicked bit of kit. And like, she's like, the thought that now I've taken control of that and I'm monetizing it myself has wound you up so much that you've sacked us like make it make sense. And I think when you say it like that, like the double standard is glaringly obvious and actually just a, a bit upsetting. It's so true. I remember them Hollyoaks calendars when I was young. I, I do. I oiled up and then oh. I get one with all the girls in bikini. She's doing exactly the same, except keeping all the profit. Like it's mental. They're just not seeing the money. Yeah. No, I get it. It's mad, mate, isn't it? Um, Right, go on, I'm going to ask you something really spicy now and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to because it is a bit tacky. Okay. Do you, make a, do you make a fortune? I make good money. It's like my main income. <laughs> good for you, mate. Honestly, I love that. Right, so come on. You're fucking loaded. You're absolutely gorgeous. And you're still, you're single. That's not going to be for long, Megs. It's not going to be for long. Let's see. I think really I've just been looking for it too much, maybe looking in the wrong places and trying to force it. So now, like I said, I'm going to take a step back, just enjoy this year, travel, make loads of money and just see what happens. If I bump into someone and meet someone and meet someone, I need to delete the de delete hinge, I think. <laughs> oh, I've, 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 do you know what, girl? Like, I'll... I feel like when it's when it's right, it's going to be right. And you'll just meet them. And it might be an app. It might be Instagram. It might be face-to-face. -face, like, who knows? But I know the person for you is out there. Um, and it'll happen when it happens. But it sounds as though you're just having a really nice time and smashing it in general. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, I do enjoy... I'm really lucky. I do enjoy my job. Obviously, like, sometimes it's stressful with, like, the trolling and stuff. But I think that's part and part of our industry, really. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Oh, I'm going to ask you a secret in a second, but one last question because I just have to know. When you were on Hinge before you got barred, um, you made it a lot further than I did. Um, who was the most famous person you talked to? Oh, yeah, well, I'm blocked now, so I can tell you. Fuck um, <laughs> them. John, John Meyer was on there. No. Like your body is a wonderland, John Meyer. Yeah. Wow. I think the American singer, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, like a, he's meant to be low-key real top shagger, isn't he? I did hear rumours that he's like yeah. dating a lot. 
Yeah, well, it's like Taylor Swift wrote a song about him and stuff, didn't she? Did she? I need yeah. to my Taylor Swift knowledge. I don't know enough about her. <laughs> yeah, honestly, mate, it's fantastic. Great for the goss. Um, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today, Megan. Honestly, I've really loved it. Um, I wanted to, just before you go, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom. Um, and I'm getting one really strong, like, you know, sassy, feisty, does what you want woman vibe from you. So I want to know what your secret was to sticking it to the patriarchy. My secret to sticking it to the patriarchy is just be authentically you. You've got to be a bit selfish. You can't please everyone to just do what makes you happy. And if that's walking around in a bikini and having an OnlyFans, do that. If it's covering up and dating women, dating men, do whatever makes you feel happy. You're on this planet once and everyone's just trying to be happy. So I think we just need to be a bit kinder, more accepting and just let people do them. That's really great advice. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Megs. Good luck with everything. Oh, you too. Thank you so much for having me. Well, guys, that was the absolutely beautiful Megan Barton Hansen. Gorgeous inside and out. Um, if you loved listening to our podcast with her, then please, you know, we've got like a huge back catalogue. Everyone from Catherine Ryan, Eamon Holmes, Fern McCann, Pete Wicks. There are loads of people in there and some that you might have missed. So make sure you have a check. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, have best week you really deserve it planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.